Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with Rich Klein. We had a question from a guy that we saw at the show a while back, and he was contemplating going to Philadelphia and doing some Rich and I are the senior grazers that he knows, I think. Thanks, sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, CompC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hogan Scott Auctions, Deck, Tops, and Panini. Rich, our friend Kyle, is thinking about flying to Philadelphia and wondering what he thinks we would do if we were in that situation of going up there and frequenting the dollar boxes. Unlike you at the 22 Atlantic City National, I don't think he's going to purchase a pallet of carts. Rich, you're really going to get me in trouble here. That was a one-time thing that is not to be replicated. And I have dug out from that. They've been, uh, it was a good deal, but it was pretty scary when I made the purchase, not knowing the size. I just said, I'll take all you've got at that price. And he said, great, come back tomorrow with your money. And I did. And he, he told me he had boxes under the table and behind the table. Dina asked me, he said, you haven't been to Jim's house for a while. And I said, I think he finally finished the pallet. And therefore, it's not quite the same issue it's been for a while. But that was an extreme circumstance. But both you and I have traveled to enough shows over the years where we've had to bring back cards we buy. Sometimes they're sets. Now we graze at value boxes. And I will tell you one thing I'm a little more careful when I can walk back to my office from the Dallas Card Show. If I buy 10 extra cards, it's not a big deal. If I buy too many extra cards and I'm flying back from Chicago or Cleveland or Philly, it's a different issue. Sometimes I leave a little on the table. Unless I know it's such an amazing deal, I have to buy multiples. I may only buy one, if especially if I have it in stock already. I don't have to buy multiples of the same card. I don't mind leaving some on the table, so to speak. And so you have to be judicious what you buy. We're assuming that your budget is not an issue on that. You think our friend Kyle is aware that the Philly show in its roots was very vintage oriented and and still has a heavy vintage presence. Now, I'm sure there's some bargain boxes there too, and, and I'm sure they're probably decent, but I'm not sure they're as good as Dallas. And if they are, does he have unrealistic expectations? In other words, does he think there's a problem that he's going to get too much stuff and he might not even get that much that he can fit in in a carry-on? One thing I always started doing when I was traveling is way back in the day, I had a suitcase and two carry-ons. And the carry-ons were small. I could get everything on the plane with me, especially since I was American Gold. And the suitcase was big enough where I could put some 800-count boxes in it with my clothes. And the the carry-on boxes were pretty big too. So I could actually get a lot of cards home with me in those days in case I found some interesting sets while I was on the road traveling. Now, as I said, I'm really judicious about what I pick up when I'm traveling, just in terms of packing and repacking and making sure everything fits into X amount of space. I'm just saying, Rich, I'm wondering if Kyle is doing the math here, because if you're looking in the dollar boxes and you're pulling out thousands of cards from the dollar boxes, that's thousands of dollars. I don't think that's what he's talking about. So if I were to go to Philly, I don't want to have a problem of lugging back stuff that I can't even fit in my suitcase, although I can fit a couple thousand cards, I'm sure. But if I went to the quarter boxes where you can be just pulling like crazy because the cards are so cheap, 
I think I'd stick to the dollar boxes if I was worried about luggage. And then I'd be a little more careful about, well, do I really want to pay a dollar for this card? I don't want to pay a dollar for a dollar fifty card. But it's like a lot of people, he's a younger friend of ours. I, he may just need to learn by experience. And sometimes experience means messing up. You're telling him to bring extra suitcase, a bag within a bag. That, or I've toyed with mailing things back. I've certainly given stuff to ComC, which also is an option for that show. He is lucky. He does have a brother up there. Yep. And I did suggest to have your brother, because your brother is trusted, ship back extra things for you. So that is definitely in play for him. But not everybody has the option of somebody they trust to ship back things for them. So John Keating is my brother from another mother, because when I was coming back from Atlantic City, he shipped a couple boxes back for me. And I trusted him. And well, I John's a good guy. Cars. I think we can trust him. But you remember, he got COVID. He got COVID right after. Now, I didn't get COVID from the cards. They were already packed up, but he packed, there were a couple thousand. Now, they were packed up for him. But I said, here, John, can you put these in the mail on Monday? And he said, sure. And I was very kind of him to do that. Otherwise, like you say, you can't just leave them behind. I don't think there was a show provision for USPS there. But I brought my own boxes, Kyle, in case that happened. So I didn't have to go scrounge for boxes. I'm talking about the mailing boxes. They were the flat rate medium boxes. So I knew what the postage would be. I had them addressed to me and they were folded up in my suitcase. So I was prepared, at least to the, to, to the extent of whatever that was, a couple thousand cards. You at least got to the Atlantic City National. My wife decided the week before that to get COVID, so I didn't even get to go back home for that. Another shout out, not just to John Keating, but Rich, you bailed me out several times. I've been bailed out when my eyes are not bigger than my wallet, but they're bigger than probably what I should be buying because I don't really need more cards, but I just like buying cards. But I am looking out for you in advance. Oh, we're going to have room. If Jim gives me a couple of shoeboxes, do we have room to bring them back? Yeah. I actually ask people I know in the DFW area in advance, are we going to have room? You've been terrific about that. Like I said, I'm not panicking. This is not something that's four o'clock on Sunday afternoon. On Saturday, I'm saying, I think I'm going to have a problem. And then I try to parse out some stuff from ComC the last several years I've done that. But you have really bailed me out. I just want to thank you for that. It has been you personally, but it's been the power of the Rich Klein Network. I've tapped into my old company sometimes. It's scary if you can't get them on the plane. It's one thing to go through security at the airport, and you're going to have to leave that pocket knife behind, which I don't do. But it's nothing to say, oh, you know what? You're over the weight limit. You're going to have to leave those cards behind. I just would freak out. Wait a minute. It's not just the amount of money. It's that I picked them out. Once I picked them out, I've locked in on them. They're my cards. So, Kyle, I'm going to encourage him to go. And I bring a couple of extra suitcases, but he better do the math. A, a, a super monster box is 20 pounds, and that's four or 5,000 cards, depending on how thick they are, maybe less than 4,000 if they're game used and stuff like that. So I think you're correct. The only way you really learn is by experience. And that's really scary. You and I have 30, 40 years of experience in traveling. Yeah, but I don't want everybody to make every mistake that you made or I made. <laughs> that's the point of the podcast is learn from, we did a lot of things right. But the occasional thing we did wrong, I don't want people to make those same mistakes. It's going to a show unprepared. And if you're working the dollar boxes, or especially the quarter boxes, which there's some interesting stuff in there. Quarter box, I just if and doubt throw it in there. And all of a sudden, the pile gets bigger. And quarter box cards, actually, they don't weigh as much as the dollar box cards. The other thing I've done at the show, and insight for Kyle, is that if they come in a top loader, that's different than if they come in a card saver. Card savers don't weigh very much, but they take up more rectangular room. 
They don't have much depth, but they're taller and wider. But the top loaders, they're heavier, they're thicker, they're, they take up a lot more room. So that used up all my room. Especially when I travel, unless the card is really good, I'll return top loader to the dealer. I'll return the card saver to the dealer. I'll pack the boxes accordingly because every inch of space matters. I agree. But you know what? I've lost sleep because of that. It's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night at the show. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. And I'm thinking it's Saturday night. I'm not going to get these cards back unless I pull them out of the top loaders and the card save. They try to do that at the show usually. I know, but I can't do that when I'm buying more cards. No, I'll pull them out. It doesn't take that much extra time. Oh, by the way, here's some top loaders back. Makes life a lot easier. At the Dallas show, I'll keep the top loaders because they fit in the box, but the Heart savers don't. I'm guessing Kyle knows some of that. But the thing about Kyle, which I'm also trying to figure out, is that I've seen him at some of the dollar box things at Waters Creek you and I both go to, but I've never seen him sit there more than a few hours at a time. He's young. I don't think he's quite has our patience yet. But that's not patience. You're supposed to have youthful exuberance when you're young. <gasps> okay. I think we're more exuberant sometimes than that. We, we have Zen and the joy of the value boxes. I know, but say I'm there for four hours and I'm pulling aggressively and he's there for two hours. Is he going to pull twice as aggressively as I am to where he's got a monster box or something? I don't think so. Unless he's he's thinking I'm going to take everything shiny. I don't pull as aggressively, but I don't worry about that. I pull for my general interests, pull within my lanes. Another thought that, that could apply to other people that do what we do. When I look at a dollar box, I know you probably look at it and think I'm willing to pay a dollar for these. But I'm going to regulate my selectivity based on whether I know I'm getting a discount. This applies to Kyle, whether or not I'm going to have some difficulty lugging it back. In other words, if I was in Philly and I was in Kyle's shoes and I was worried about my load bringing back, I'd be very selective in in any of the boxes I'm doing. I would think this really got to be a good deal. If in doubt, I might not take it. Whereas you and I both, I think, at Waters Creek are saying it's a good deal. I'm just going to put it in, you can walk it back to the office. I'm going to put it in the trunk of my car and come back. But you don't have that luxury in Philadelphia. You got to think, it can't be just, is this a good deal? Would I buy it if this was in Dallas? It's a good deal. And I'm going to lug it back on the plane. And that's the same thing that happens at the National for both of us. And that's why it's fun to go to Waters Creek, because we don't have the expense Kyle will have, not Kyle Robertson, but Kyle Lindgren. When he flies to Philadelphia, even staying with his brother, he he's still got to get to the show, the flight back and forth. He's got some expenses. And so he's going to be thinking to make it worth it. I've got to pick up stuff for my own collection as well as maybe get some stuff for resale or whatever. So you got to calibrate that. I, I probably be too cerebral about it. He's going to have a great time, but it's not a great time if you get to the airport and they say you're overweight or your luggage splits, your luggage rips. Because it's packed too much. I've come close to ripping luggage because it was so packed. I used to go to the National Sabre Conventions. One of the pieces of advice they always gave was make sure you take an empty bag with you. The reason you took an empty carry-on bag with you was because the odds are you were going to pick up things at the convention that you'd have to get back anyway. So you have to make sure you have a bag ready to do that. But was it publications? Because if it's publications, they weigh a hundred times more than cards. It was publications. At times, I actually bought cards at the Saber. They don't like card people in the rooms, but sometimes somebody sneaks a few cards in. So I hope Kyle goes to Philadelphia, and I think he'll have a great time. And is ComC a, a sponsor? through their I election? believe we are set up at that show. I, I haven't looked at the schedule for 2024. Shout out to, to ComC. If ComC's at a show... 
it promotes people bringing stuff that's ComC eligible. If I were a dealer and I knew ComC was going to be receiving right there, I would bring inventory that either I was going to submit or that people could buy and submit because it's one less barrier to that uh, platform. This is related, but back in the day, we never sold as many books as we should have. We're talking about the early and mid-90s, and we were selling a lot of books. But every account holder we had should have bought all the books in those days because stuff would walk into your store probably that you never knew of, and you could look it up, and you could make money. Or if it walked in and you bought it and you didn't know and you bought it cheaply, then you looked at, oh, that's what that is. And I'm, I can get $5 each for these cards I paid a quarter for. Sounds like a win to me. That to me was almost a gimme. I think that's what you're pointing out with ComC. If you are part of the ComC nation and they are at a show, having them there is a win because A, you bring stuff for them. B, customers can buy stuff at the show and bring it to the table. We had somebody at the last Dallas Card Show bring a two-row shoebox of 52s. I think it was for the auction. It was wonderful stuff. But they know they have an outlet, and it's a safe outlet. That's another way of offloading things without extra effort. A few nationals ago, when I really was scrambling, I pulled some cards that I wasn't sure whether they'd go well on uh, ComC. But I thought, I don't have room for this stuff. And so I just took the box over there. They were decent cards, but I missed on a bunch of them. I, I probably hit on most of them. You don't always know. In Com C, you think, gee, this really ought to sell. And then you find out it's available for 49 cents. And you don't want to pay 50 cents to sell it for 49. But Kyle can learn that from experience. My sense is that at the Philly show, if there are dollar boxes there, if I rank you and me and Kyle, you would have the best situation because you lean more vintage. When I'm dollar boxing, I'm looking for newer things that I don't recognize. You see a little bit older stuff. We don't have much overlap. And Kyle might be in between. I don't know. But I think there's going to be more vintage there and more older stuff that you would recognize and appreciate. But maybe there's new stuff there for Kyle. We're hypothetical. He probably just needs to do it. In the Philly. Me too. And I I will go one of these years, but not this year. Maybe Kyle can come back and and give us a report. Sounds good, Jim. Thanks, Rich. The man in love